0: Welcome again to the Let's Be Frank Podcast, where home improvement legend and metal roofing expert Frank Farmer talks about how you can improve your sales and customer satisfaction and grow your metal roofing business. Let's Be Frank is brought to you by Metal Roofing Consultants, training successful metal roofers nationwide. Learn more at MetalRoofingConsultants.com and by Isaiah Industries, in the business of manufacturing the very best permanent roofing solutions for homes across North America and around the world. Learn more at IsaiahIndustries.com. On this edition of Let's Be Frank, we discuss the differences between traditional in-home selling and the consultative approach power of listening rather than selling and understanding logic versus emotion when presenting to your customers and setting appointments. Let's get started. All right, so let's talk today about two kinds of selling, consultant versus traditional sales. What's the difference and and why would you want to be one rather than the other?
1: Great question. Most people sell traditionally. And when you understand, Jim, that most people who buy don't like salespeople. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They don't. And you you think about a salesperson and what comes to mind is uh, sleazy, Mm -hmm. pushy, Mm -hmm. um, ego, um, talks a lot, but none of them are good connotations whenever you talk to people about salespeople. Mm -hmm. And that's a traditional salesperson. A consultative approach is a totally different approach that's all about the customer. Leaving them more comfortable. Exactly. It's it's about going in and not pitching a product. It's about going in and doing a discovery, first of all, as to what is it that this person really needs? What is it that more than that what they need, what do they want? What's behind this this whole venture? Mm-hmm. And getting getting to know this person and understanding that um, in and we're talking about roofs, that it although they called you for a roof. It's not necessarily a roof they want. A roof is what they is what they need.
0: Okay. 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 So
1: a traditional salesperson will deal with needs. A person uh, calls
0: what, is, you, what does a traditional sales pitch then sound like? What's what's involved in that?
1: Uh, a traditional sales pitch would start with. If somebody is truly doing a presentation and they're not just uh, coming out and throwing somebody a price, okay? Mm -hmm. So a traditional sales presentation starts with let me start by telling you a little bit about myself and about my company. Okay. And that's a, that's a, the consumer has heard that so much, that's just an ab, that's just a turn off. For them, sure. Because it it it's like, oh my gosh, this is just like the last sales pitch. He started with exactly the same word. Here we say, go again. Yeah, exactly. And and he's going to pin me down, and he's going to try to force something on me mm. today. And they go. Is it
0: so? Is a traditional sales pitch going to uh, be all about features, benefits? They're going to be pushing all of sort of like facts without really getting into
1: where the customer might be? A traditional sales presentation generally, gonna start with a company, so it's company-centric or Mm rep-centric, and and not customer-centric, and that's gonna be the big difference, okay? okay? And, And then they stick to, here's my product, and this does this, 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 bashes a couple of other products, here's why you're really gonna love me, and here's your price. And if you do something with me today, I'll give you this really, really good price. Here's and the it just sounds thing. hokey. Yeah. Okay. And that's what that's what the majority of people out there doing instead of trying to understand what is this customer trying to do. So I give you an example of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. A consultative approach, even just starts simply with a different greeting when you go to the go to the house. Mm-hmm. A typical salesperson says, "Hi, I'm Frank Farmer," and da, 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 da. it's all about them. A consultant says, You must be Jim Anderson. Hmm. Jim, hi, I'm Frank from American Metal Jim, how you doing today? We're well, doing good. And you can and you start up a conversation, okay, about what he's looking to accomplish. So what are we looking to accomplish here? Okay, and Jim starts to talk. He said, You know what? I've got a few questions. If we could sit down and I could gain a better understanding of what it is you folks want. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the customer always starts with needs, mm-hmm. but where we want to take it to is emotion. Okay, okay. I, I, I can give you an example. So, let's say somebody has you out and they're looking to have a uh, um, Let's say a cedar shake roof put on. Okay. Okay. They say, you know, I'm interested in a cedar shake roof. Fantastic. A typical salesperson starts talking them out of that cedar shake roof mm-hmm. into what they sell. What they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. A consultant would say, interesting. Why is it that you want a cedar shake roof? Mm-hmm. What What about that? Mm-hmm. And they And they say, you know. For 30 years, I went to grandma and grandpa's house, and they had a cedar shake roof on that house. Okay. And I just thought that would be really neat to put this on this cottage for my grandchildren. And maybe they can have those same feelings and same thoughts, same warm fuzzies that I have when I think about my grandma and my grandpa. I'm just trying to recreate that.
0: So if you're listening... Rather than selling, you're learning about this customer and what they're trying to do.
1: Yes, see, what she led with what she wanted or needed a cedar shake roof, and a traditional salesperson tries to talk her out of that slyly, they -hmm. they think, without understanding what's behind this, why does she want this? Now, come to find out, she may not want a cedar shake roof at all. She may want a cedar-looking roof, it might be a cedar looking roof out of asphalt. It could be a cedar looking roof out of metal. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But what she wants is that look and feel to be like grandmas. Mm-hmm. So she's involved on the emotion side of sales. Mm-hmm. Traditional salespeople, keep customers in the logic side of their brain, Mm -hmm. and therefore it's very difficult to sell, and things become commodity. They boil it right down to price, and the customer keeps saying, just give me your price, just give me your price, they've had enough. Mm -hmm. Versus a consultative salesperson listens, asks a lot of questions, Mm -hmm. tries to find out what the people are looking for, and then will feed that emotion. Mm -hmm. And so we have that person in the emotion side of the brain where they live, to make decisions. Mm-hmm. So you've got
0: somebody that you're dealing with who's more on the engineering side, personality-wise. Yes. How do you how do you crack that? I mean, because that's always going to go back to facts and numbers and, and and hard sort of data about the
1: product. Yeah. That that person, first of all, has been well groomed to pay close attention to, to the facts and everything that you're talking about. And that all lives in the logic side of the brain. Mm-hmm. So in order to get the person where you need them, we're going to have conversations with them and we're going to let them have their thoughts. We're going to let them, we're going to let them win. And by that I mean, if he wants to know thickness of metal, we're going to give him thickness of metal. We're not going to say that's not important because it's very, very important. To him, yeah. But when it comes down to the real decision, after he's gained all of his knowledge, you can ask some questions. What are you looking to accomplish here besides just putting a roof on this house for you and your family? What are you looking to accomplish? Okay, and listen, and you may follow it up with another question. So, given the chance for snow to slide off your roof or not slide off, what would you prefer? Mm-hmm. And we, you could start introducing emotional things, Mm -hmm. probably that engineer, it's not real exciting to get up there and have to clean the snow off his roof. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we get him involved and he starts to realize that there's other things, but you have to satisfy that need for that information, knowing that's not what he's going to make his decision on. Mm -hmm. It's going to be where you're going to take him with the emotion part and get him in the emotional side of the brain.
0: Does emotion enter into the uh, the lead setting process? or are you are you steering away from that at that point? How do you how do you introduce emotion into the whole um, the whole process when, okay. you're, when you're presenting the roof?
1: So when somebody calls a company, um, they're in they're generally in the need side of uh, what they want. Uh, they're in that logic side of the brain. And they're they're only interested in one thing, and what they're interested in is how much does it cost. They all say. So you got an idea. I mean, I got Savage house, twelve hundred square foot. You got two car garage. Over uh, about what's it gonna run me? Well, everybody in the roofing business knows you can't just give somebody a price because they don't know how big their overhangs are and they never know what their pitch is and they don't describe the house right. And it's always much bigger than what you thought. And mm-hmm. Their two-car garage is actually a three-car garage, but they call it two-car because they got a two two doors. So we need to take control at that point. Mm-hmm. And the person that's answering the phone will say something like, um, I can get you that. Again, we're going to always let them have their thought. Okay. I can get you that. But before I do... I need to get some information from you in case we were to get cut off the phone. Your name, mm-hmm. you'll get name, and your phone number. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that a number I could call you right back at? So is this your cell number? Yes, so you got that information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, let me ask you a couple of other questions. So while the person on the phone has control, they don't relinquish control back to the person who's calling in, and they'll say, what type of roof do you currently have right now? Mm-hmm. And a person just answers, well, i got an asphalt roof on my house. Oh, fantastic. Okay. And what kind of challenges are you having? Um, you know, they're getting old and, and I've had a couple of tabs blow off and they'll go on this litany of challenges that they, oh my. And here's where the emotion comes in. Are you having a leak yet? Is it leaking? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't have any leaks. I want to get this done before I get leaks. Okay. I thought I heard you say you had some tabs come off and you got some shingles missing. Yeah, yeah I do. Mm. Yeah. So did you go up into the attic to see what the damage is? Have you gone up there to see if it's leaking? Because by the time you see it leaking through a ceiling, chances are it's already been leaking for a year. Oh, okay. Okay. So that conjures up a thought of, and the guy okay, says, no, we haven't been up there and they start, their brain starts running wild. Mm-hmm. And they haven't done due diligence. They haven't taken a look. They don't know how much water they got coming. They don't know how much mold they've already created in this attic. And so there's a little bit of emotion and a little bit of a panic that sets in. A
0: little urgency, a little
1: fear possibly, but they're motivated. Definitely are motivated, mm-hmm. okay? Now, at, up till now, they didn't need us. Okay. See, they just needed a price. But now, all of a sudden, we're talking about if they got a possible leak, do they have challenges in their attic? Mm-hmm. And the gal on the phone can say to them, um, one of the things that we will do is we'll go up there, and we're going to go up there with equipment, and, let, and we're going to assess the damage for you mm-hmm. and let you know what you're really dealing with. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it went from getting a price to maybe I've created problems here mm-hmm. and that I need to get this get this checked out. And so we then go through a whole, there's a whole scripting process to setting an appointment. Mm -hmm. And when we're sure that we've got the right customer that we want to run this appointment with, Mm -hmm. then we will schedule it, give them a choice of times, and get somebody out there. And then when the sales rep gets out there to the house, then we go through the process of asking a lot of questions through a survey and inspection process Mm -hmm. and, and all of that. Okay,
0: so let's sum it up. What is the what is the really the the role of uh, the intellectual side of the brain, the logical side of the brain versus the emotional in sales? You're, you're, you're dealing with uh, you know a, a, a pretty heavy price here that you're gonna you're gonna be talking about. How do you uh, balance um, logic and
1: emotion in the, in the process? Okay, on the logic side of the brain is where pro- procrastination lives. Mm-hmm practicality lives, Mm -hmm. detail from that engineer, that's all left side. Statistics, numbers, dollars and cents, that's all on the left side of the brain. Mm -hmm. The right side of the brain is where we have spontaneity, Mm -hmm. we have excitement, we have energy, Mm -hmm. we have party, party, (laughs) action, pictures, high energy again, and when people are in that emotional side of the brain, they start to get what they want it's not about practicality, it's not about dollars. As a matter of fact, dollars go out the window. Wow, okay. If you, if you can solve problems. Mm. Tell you a little side story, and it drives home the point big time. Had a person that worked for me, and they drove a Jeep. And for over a year, I heard about how they're gonna need new tires from this Jeep. A year, I put 30,000 miles on in this year. And he was researching tires and going through, did you know a tire is made this way and it's in different compounds and this is how they get 90,000. I mean, technical to no end. Drive you nuts. And one day I got a text from him. This morning we we're supposed to have a meeting. He says, I'm gonna be late. I just seen my life flash before my eyes. Oh, wow, okay. I learned when he got, came in later on that day that he was driving down the road and hit some black ice and did some loop-de-loops and spins and went shooting across the other two lanes of oncoming traffic and ended up and almost rolled his vehicle, but it went up on two wheels and came back down and settled down. To his heart was pounding, full of emotion, okay. He threw it in four-wheel drive, drove to the nearest tire place, walked in and said, I don't care what it costs, I'm not gonna deal with this ever again. Why? He was full of emotion. It didn't matter whether the tires were $700 or $1,100. What works? I'm not gonna have this feeling ever again. I'm not gonna see my life flash before my eyes going across the oncoming traffic. And, And that's the best example I can say. For a year, everything was based on logic. No action. Low energy, all of a sudden he had a lot of energy. He had spontaneity and he made a decision and he owned tires that day and they were very expensive.
0: So MRC clients are going to get the benefit of learning how to weave emotion into their sales process, correct?
1: Um, exactly, yeah. Clients that we work with, that we, I should say, Jim, that we choose to work with, mm-hmm. okay? We just love to teach them how to create emotion in a sale, how to switch up their sales process so that their process follows along a consultative Mm -hmm. path, okay? Something really strange happens. Mm. Not only do they start selling more, but they start selling at a much higher margin. And profitability, they enjoy for the very first time. They start generating dollars for their business that they can bring on more help so the owner isn't isn't saddled with mm-hmm. doing everything, mm-hmm. and, and their whole world changes.
0: I will end this edition of Let's Be Frank right there. Thanks for listening. Let's Be Frank is sponsored by Isaiah Industries, in the business of manufacturing the very best permanent roofing solutions for homes across North America and around the world. Learn more at IsaiahIndustries.com Let's Be Frank is a production of Metal Roofing Consultants, training successful metal roofers nationwide. Learn more at MetalRoofingConsultants.com